welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast, and you are joined by your usual hosts here, uh, Josh Hartley, Ben Porter, and Charlotte Porter. Guys, how are we doing? The gang's all here. The gang's all yeah. here. I, I, do, I still feel as as though we're playing ke- uh, ketchup. Playing ketchup. We're playing, ke- we're play, we're playing, we're ca- playing ketchup. Ketchup's a rubbish we're, game. Yeah, we're still, ketchup. we're still playing ketchup a bit after Tabletop Scotland oh, yeah. in a lot of yeah. ways. Yeah. Uh, it's been the the schedule's been pretty manic, and we do have a few things that uh, we need to cover off. Yes. Uh, so I think first and foremost, uh, most importantly, we have a new Patreon. Yes, we do. Um, Simon Harper. Simon Harper, whose name Ooh. may be familiar <laughs> to uh, some people, is one of the organisers of Tabletop, Tabletop Scotland. Scotland. Yes. Uh, and he is very kindly. Uh, decided to uh, yep. give us his money. Praise <laughs> indeed. So yeah. you've been added to the website Wall of Fame, and also your welcome package will be coming out at the end of the month, followed very quickly by your monthly care package that we'll be sending out to you. Yep. Yes. So. And guys, if you uh, are wanting to get in on that, just check out our Patreon. Uh, every little bit helps, uh, even, even $1 a month. Um, uh, we're hoping to buy some new equipment yes. with this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. We're we're at we're at that stage where the the needs of the the podcast and the channel and such are, are pushing the tech to the limits. So yeah. we, we are going to have to get some new gear at some point. Yeah. So one of the things we have been looking at was an actual dedicated video camera. Yeah. Um, um, the the yeah. the camera that we've been using, the Canon, has been great, but yeah, but it's just it's not designed for long term video. Yeah, no, it's for it's for it's more designed for doing snippets. So there's yeah. the the video camera will need upgraded. Um, we're also going to have to eventually invest in some sort of mixing desk yeah. and speaker yeah. arrangement because we are looking into doing more live shows. Yep. So if if Unlucky Frog live shows is something that you in particular are interested in. Get in touch with us. Let us know what sort of content you'd like to see us cover. Um, Perhaps live playthroughs of certain games. Yeah. By all means, get in touch. And uh, so, yeah, uh, Simon, thank you very much. Uh, Your contribution is going to help us achieve all of that. So, uh, thank you. Yep. And yep. we'll we'll see you soon. Yes. <laughs> uh, what else have we got to talk about? There's a couple of things going on with the channel right now. Yes, we have just received our next board game crate. Yep. Ooh. We won't say what's in it just yet. Yes. Got a, something of a nautical theme to yes. it. Yeah. So. Yeah. You you approve. But yeah, that, I, I that video should be up within the next couple of days. So check that out. Yep. Keep an eye out for that. And you too, if you are yes. wanting to receive the excellent uh, service that Board Game Crate provide, simply go to boardgamecrate.com yep. and uh, you can get subscribed for it's as little as... They do different packages. I think they do a rolling subscription yeah. where you can choose to yeah. just stop at any time. I think that's £33 a month. Yeah. Then you've got the three-month subscription, which is 105 I believe. With po- mm-hmm. That includes postage. Because um, actually, if you, you know, you'll see your, the, the size of the packages when they come through. It's significant. Are, you know, yeah. and so if it was just postage alone, you mm. know, you'd be paying some through So if you go teeth. to Board Game Crate... Yep. And when you're fulfilling your transaction, mm-hmm. you type in the code "unlucky frog is awesome" all lowercase, all one word. You'll get five percent off of that. Yep. And it's really easy to remember because it's true. That's that's fast becoming your catchphrase, isn't it? 
It's true. <laughs> Are you more trying to convince yourself? There is a sort of I, desperation I, within your I mindset? don't need to convince uh, myself that our work is awesome, yes. because I think it is evident. We so, are, we're so also there. in the final week of our Brothers competition. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we've got this copy of Brothers uh, to give away. So uh, check out the link that we'll yes. provide in the show notes. That's yeah, ben that, that's Ben Rattling Brothers. Yeah. Um, so by Ankama Games, they've given us an extra copy, which is very generous of them. Uh, it's an excellent game. Yeah, yeah we, the review's up now, isn't it? Yep, the yeah, the review is up. So check our little uh, video review of that. Uh, and we have a little Let's Play as well between oh. me and Ben. Yeah. Um, which, spoilers, I might have won. Yeah. Spoilers, Ben had a bit of a tantrum. But, you know, 28th place. <laughs> oh, come that's on. All, that's all I'm saying. Come on. <laughs> Keep bringing, <laughs> just carting that dead horse out again to flog. Well, you know, you've got 1966. I've got a UK Games Expo 2018 now, so. But yeah, I think that's all the, the sort of housekeeping yeah. notes. The, the unlucky frog stuff. So, news-wise... Um, Halloween is fast approaching, yes. mm-hmm. and there are whispers, spooky whispers, of uh, Betrayal Legacy. Ooh. So th- this <laughs> is one that, that we've been quite excited yeah. about. For well, we, we love Betrayal at House of the Hill, and we love Legacy games. Yeah, screw so. the haters, we love yeah. Betrayal. Yeah, so so uh, we're looking forward to the mashup of those two Um so we think that's coming out in October at some point. They haven't confirmed a date yet. I haven't seen a date confirmed. If anyone knows one, let us know. Seems like a bit of a missed opportunity if they don't release it for Halloween. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Right? So. Well, no, I think people will want it for Halloween because I'm thinking we could do like a Halloween game marathon. So you need to physically have the games So, so what, what's your Halloween game marathon consisting of? Not zombies. Mysterium. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to get that in there. Uh, mis- Definitely no, not zombies. zombies. Not, not uh, zombies. Mysterium. Mysterium is a great uh, show. Zombicide. Zombicide. Okay. Yeah. Betrayal at House in the yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, or Betrayal Legacy if it's out by then. Yeah. I can I put forward letters from Whitechapel. <gasps> yes, you may. Can I put forward and segue into the next item very quickly? <laughs> yes, you can. The Night Vault. The, the Night, Night Vault. Vault. <laughs> yeah. So um, the next expansion for Warhammer Underworlds, because it's Warhammer Underworld, not Shadespire. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm still going to be calling it's it Shadespire for like years. We're going to start a Shadespire jar, and every time somebody says Shadespire, you have to put a pound in. Yeah. We'll be rich by the end of the week. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, so the the next expansion's coming out. Yeah, it looks it the, again as as we've come to expect from Games Workshop. The models look fantastic. Oh yeah, uh, that that that's a given. But what this is, uh, we say it's an expansion, but it, it it is a standalone game. You don't you don't need any of the content from uh, the Shade Spire. You don't season. need any of it, but all the, all of the stuff that you've collected from the last season. Um, mm-hmm. For Shadespire is fully compatible with yeah. this as well. But you get your, uh, you get everything that you'll need to start. Two different warbands: the uh, Magic Sigmarines and uh, Ghosty Ghosts. Um, and you get your two boards, your decks of cards, and the updated rules for Warhammer Underworld. Crucially, magic this time. Yeah. So this is the the big change that they've uh, introduced. 
certain characters are spellcasters, mm-hmm. and yep. they give that gives them access to uh, new abilities, um, and you get these funky looking uh, spell dice yeah. as well. So from what I understand, the way it works is on uh, on a spellcasting character's card. There's a number next to the magic symbol, mm-hmm. and that indicates their their wizard level. So to use the example of the the leader of the curse breakers, the the stormcast faction, yeah. he's a level two wizard. So that means he gets to roll two magic dice mm-hmm. when he casts a spell. So it's that idea: the higher your wizard level, the more reliably you're going to be casting spells. Yeah. Um. So the 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 t- the other two stormcasts that go with them are both level one, so they can yeah. cast spells, but not as reliably as he can. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what impact um, magic will have on yeah. uh, Underworlds. Of course, it, I, I really like the fact that you can use your uh, warbands that you're used to from uh, the Shade Spire season. Uh, but yeah, I definitely want to give a few of them a try because they have spoiled um, the rest of the warbands that they're going to be releasing over the next year. Yeah. So what 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 can we what further uh, goodies can we expect? Well, as predicted, the, there's a Zinch warband and a yep. Goblin warband coming. We were talking about the Zinch warband looks like some sort of sitcom house of Zinch characters. <laughs> yeah, because different from a lot of the other warbands in that all four of the, the dudes in the Zinch warband are completely different races. Yeah, yeah you've got a Zangor, a Sorcerer... A, an acolyte and a blue horror, haven't you? It's a rainbow coalition of Zinch. Yeah, there we go. The blue coalition, if <laughs> yeah, you will. Yeah. Um, the goblins, there's about six of them. With uh, squigs. Yeah, mm-hmm. squigs, fanatics, nets, yeah. all the usual madcap goblin shenanigans. Uh, we've got Caradron overlords, uh, steampunk dwarfs with guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got dryads, it's uh, vengeful tree spirits, mm-hmm. sort of elfy type creatures. You've got um, a, a dark oath warband, which are there. They're like uh, um, unaligned chaos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you've or chaos also, united. Yep, <laughs> that works. Yeah. You've also got the what are they called again? It's the they're like experiments or something. Yeah. So the the the, the troll model was oh. uh, photographed um, a while back, and they released that. Uh, for, this is the warband he's going to belong to. He was a bit of a curveball because we all expected we all him thought to be he with would the be in with the goblins. Yeah, yeah, but no. So he's in his own warband, and it looks like there's some other sort of weird monsters in with him. Yeah, there's like a mushroom creature. Yeah, the bat squigs in with him. Yeah, and then there's like a like a rock monster. Mm. It's a weird looking warband. Interesting though, it's interesting that they're not going with uh, one of the specific armies yeah. that, that is uh, around for Age of Sigmar. So, yeah. um, any any war bands you guys are particularly looking forward to playing? I have to say the goblins and the Caradron overlords. Yeah, I, th- I thought you'd like the Caradron overlords. Yeah, funnily enough, just you? you're just wanting to gun everything down with a. a Steampunk machine gun. Yep. Yeah. Charlotte. I would say the Zinch wizards, but I w- also I would have put good money on you saying the, Zinch. The dryads. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, I actually, I mean, they, strictly speaking, they are dryads, but I think the specific unit they're based on is the tree revenants, mm. which is like they're like half dryad, half elf. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. 
That's cool. Mm. Um, yeah, and you know, uh, we we haven't seen many of the models outside what's going to be in the starter set. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I'm, I'm sure GW will do a decent job of them. Uh, I really like the the push fit sort of single yeah. pose. Yeah. Um, miniatures that they've been doing for the Underworlds game. I'm really looking forward to sinking our teeth into that. So it's uh, gonna be good. Gonna watch be good. this space. Folks. Um, all in time for Halloween. All in yeah. time for Halloween. So um other other news. Um there is a new Magic the Gathering set coming out soon. So not just been one. <sighs> ben um they they do release a new set every quarter. Right, okay. Or more frequently than right, that. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. so So they do they do get through them quite quickly. Yeah. M19 has just come out, so that's the core set. We are now, the new set is going to be Guilds of Ravnica. So we are going back to going back to Ravnica. So this is the third (laughs) set set in in Ravnica. Uh, So uh, we've got five of the ten guilds. Uh, So uh, for those who uh, haven't, aren't too familiar with the setting of Ravnica, it's one big city, one giant city that's controlled by ten guilds. And each guild is a colour pair. It's kind of like the Coruscant, but magic. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very well put. Yeah. So the the five guilds in this set, uh, you've got uh, the best guild of them all, in my opinion, is it, which is blue red. Mm-hmm. Uh, Selesnia, which is the green white guild. They're all about um, lots of creatures, uh, little token uh, like guys uh you've got golgari which is green black which is all about uh using your graveyard and getting stuff back from it or getting some benefit for it uh you have the demir which is blue black these are the super bad guys they're super shady uh and they've got an ability uh survey uh surveil uh, where you can check the top cards of your deck and you can either put them in the bin or put them back if you want to draw that card and Boros, which is red-white, these are super good guys. Uh, they are soldiers, and their whole thing is being really fast and aggressive. Um, so all the, all the guilds, what I like about the guilds is that they, fluff-wise, um, kind of represent what that colour pair is really good at doing. Yeah. So the Izzet, which is one of my favourite ones, is really good at just non-creature spells, like just lightning bolts and counter spells and mm. all of that for days um it's a really uh popular setting ravnica so i think this is this is going to be well received Pop- popular enough to get a dungeons and dragons expansion yeah and this is something i really want to try out yeah. um because that comes out soon Am yeah I right? it's yeah next couple of months i think anyway. yeah it's, it's one of these ones they're they're releasing it in the run-up to christmas so mm. It is very much imminent, but um, again, I'm not sure exactly. I, I have a bit of bad news that I need to break to you, Ben. Okay. There are no dwarfs in Ravnica. Well, I don't play magic anyway, so... <laughs> so, so, you don't care. Yeah. Right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to go to a pre-release. Uh, I can uh, update you all on how miserably I do. So... <laughs> Uh, so I think we've covered off uh, quite a few of the upcoming releases. So what games have we been playing lately? Well, Charlotte and myself had a bit of a... Splurge. A splurge we did. There's no <laughs> yeah. word for it. Um, so 
we recently acquired role player Fallout Wasteland Warfare. Yeah. Which is a bit of a controversial one because apparently all the pre-orders haven't been fulfilled oh, yet. You got it in the shop. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a bit awkward. But lesson learned, don't go pre-ordering. No. Mm. Says um, the guy who just pre-ordered Night Vault. Yeah. <laughs> we got Villainous. We did. Yeah. Uh, the Ricks must be crazy. Yep. List it. List it has arrived. Yeah. yeah. They they sent us a copy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we interviewed the uh, creators of List it earlier Bjorn this and year. Bjorn and Bjorn. Bjorn squared. Um, <laughs> Bjorn one and Bjorn two. Yeah. So. And we did a live. Did we not do a playthrough of it? We did. Yeah. Uh, I love that. One? We should. Yeah. Um, have we got time? Not, not, not right not now. Not right now. What do you mean not right now? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a beautifully, it's a very elegant looking game. Very simple, like simple design, yeah. but in, in, in a good way. It's nice and clean. Yeah. This is the kind of game that you could uh, introduce to your family. Um, well, no, some of the subjects. Some of the subjects. I could introduce it to my family. <laughs> uh, but I haven't looked through the whole deck porn, yet. Porn stars we remember. Yeah, there's some ones that are. Would you play I, that with your mum? Um, no, it may be Vita that one. I, I, I right, I haven't looked through all the cards yet, so I yeah. was not aware of porn stars. Uh, what porn stars do people remember? Well, I think the go-to one's Gemma Jameson, isn't it? Because she was quite notorious. Uh, what about Ron Jeremy though? Okay, not my kind of thing, you know, but. <laughs> He's got to be one of the most famous of all time. No, you're time. right. He is quite uh, iconic. Uh, and then the Stormy most... Daniels oh, is yeah, kind of, of topical right yeah. now. Yeah. So, do you think Trump remembers her? <laughs> Evidently not. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> so he claims. <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh, yeah. So maybe not one to play with parents. Yeah. So all you doing, what you're doing, list it is uh, you are given a topic and you are having to list five things related to that topic and the idea is to try and match what the other people so you're it's playing a game, with. So it's a game of consensus rather than trying to always go for the most yeah. shocking answer. Yeah. Like a certain shit party game called Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> ben doesn't like Cards Against Humanity. I'm I'm not massively fond of it. it it's fun like the first few times yeah. but it loses its charm pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, it's not just that. There's a bunch of cards that are just auto-wins. Yeah, like, you can put two midgets shitting into a bucket into anything, and people. Are there we go. go. <laughs> There's our mature rating right there. Yeah. yeah. So that, but that's indicative of what the the game's like. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, you don't need to buy it now. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. You've yeah. got your. Fun. That's as funny as the game gets. Yeah. Uh, so so anyway, that's listed. Uh, yeah. We're really keen to give that another go. Maybe maybe not with my family. Yep. I don't know. I think I, I think it would still go down pretty well. But maybe we could play a game with the patrons. Yeah, that's yeah, a good shout. Do a live feed with the patrons. That's a good yeah. shout. But yeah, uh, so we had a chance to play role player a couple of times as yep. well, haven't we? So um, that what what are our thoughts on it? I really enjoyed the game. I even suggested, you know, that in terms of potentially the game, I've, my game of the year might be role play. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Um, so what you do in role player is um, cre effectively creating a Dungeons and Dragons yes. character. Yeah. You've got your uh, race. You've got your class. 
Uh, and what you're doing, it's all dice-based. Yeah, so it's so like a dice draft and slash puzzle game. Yeah, and you're trying to basically match your characteristics with what would be ideal for yeah. that uh, class, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a barbarian, you want to have high strength, high constitution, but you're not bothered about getting a decent yeah. intelligence yeah. score. Um, but I, th- I think the, the, the bugbear that, that you have about it is the price point. Yes, because it was £5 cheaper. Than it was fifty five pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fallout. Well, in fact, yeah, four ninety nine cheaper than uh, Fallout Wasteland Warfare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fifty five quid's a, a high price tag for that game. But you know why it is. Well, yeah, you. It's, it's, the, it's, it's the, the volume sheer of dice. number of dice that yeah. you yeah. have in it, and they are. It, it's a really nicely presented yeah, game. Yeah, it's lovely. It, it doesn't. It doesn't feel cheap at all. But I. I would feel a little ripped off if I had spent fifty five on yeah, it. Because it's like it's got to have um, at least eighteen dice for four players. So that's yeah. like what that's like seventy two yeah. dice, something like that. Mm. I, I kind of feel that it's a game that every games library should have because yeah. I think people would play it. People you know, would yeah. you know the point to, of playing it. I've not heard anyone say this, but to me, it actually hits a lot of similar beats to Azul, mm. but. You don't have to play it in silence. Yeah, that's true. That's the bit I like about Azul. Just the concentration. Just we have been playing Azul as well. <laughs> yeah, we have been playing um, Azul, yeah. I, it, it scratches Which came a... in our board game crate last, yes. last month. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it scratches a particular itch for me. Uh, I really liked it. Um, I don't think it's perfect. No. no. I, it's, I think it deserves the praise it's getting, but maybe not quite. As like game of the year, well, I, I, a lot I, of people have been saying. I've I've said to you guys before many times, Spiel des Jahres doesn't hold much stock for me mm. because, despite like, it maybe doesn't have the hold on the industry that it did like a few years ago, but it's the fact that it still dictates the calendar for most people. Yeah, like, yeah. like pretty much every other game of the year award will use um, um. Maybe not Spiel de Yaris, but we'll use Essen, which is part of Spiel de Yaris, mm. as the the beginning and end marker for the, the gaming year. Yeah. And I, I hate it, because the, 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 the thing about Spiel de Yaris is it's a German industry award, and that's fine, but the problem is that it's treated as being an international award. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, for to get on the Spiel de Yaris committee, you have to be a German-speaking press... Yeah. Journalist, so right so there's away, a bias. That, that, yeah, there's a bias towards German games. So it, it meant that a lot of games that were better than Azul were excluded from even a nomination for Spiel des Jahres because mm. the committee wasn't happy with the the standard of translation for some of the rule books. Yeah, which is that that's fair complaint, but it's just I I wish people would. How does it sell itself? Is the issue not? The awards itself, but how the emphasis it's how it's perceived on it. It's yeah. how it's perceived. It's yeah. not the awards themselves. It's it's everyone else Holding making it out up. that it's yeah. this big thing. It is a German industry award. Yeah, yeah, that's and, that's fair. Oh, people need to to remember yeah. that. I, think. Yeah. I do enjoy Azul, uh, yeah. and I do want to. I, I want to play more of it. Uh, it but I, you are right, Ben. Everyone's just sat in silence. Just yeah, I, I don't <laughs> like that. It's not. It's not a game. I think we could stream. No, like, you, I don't think it would make be entertaining. You could play that on your mobile, 
and have a yeah. fairly similar experience. I know there's a certain argument that you have the tactile thing with the tiles and all that. Oh, they are very nice. It, it does look nice, but I I feel like roleplayer offers a similar experience, but people are all laughing and joking a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. I can see where you're coming from on that. Yeah. Um, but definitely want to try more of both. Yeah. Um, but you you guys have had a chance to play Wasteland Warfare, yeah, haven't we you have. as well? Um, well, yep. just one last night, and then I think you did a solo campaign, didn't you? Well, not a solo campaign, but I, I did. Um, I just did the playthrough on my own just to try and wrap my head around the AI yeah. rules because there's a lot of special rules right. in Wasteland Warfare. There's a lot going on. Um, I think that if if it was just another war game that was just a versus mm-hmm. type thing, then I wouldn't have bothered with it. But the fact that it's got this campaign play, yeah, um, it's got the the whole AI system, and it even has a game mode you can play where you have your own settlement. Yeah, level up and upgrade your survivors, and like you can actually buy turrets and stuff like mm-hmm. that for yourself. That's really that's the cool. Thing that yeah. I love about because we when we were talking about it, Kingdom Death. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the bit that I really like about Kingdom Death is the settlement. Yeah, side of it. But and, as like yeah. I said to you, I'm done with Kingdom yeah. Death because it's so they they've decided to make a a brutally challenging game, which is fine. But the problem is there's just too much randomness in Kingdom Death. Yeah. There's just too much stuff that you cannot control. It, it's, it's one thing to make it like... The Dark Souls video games are difficult, mm. but they're widely praised because there is a way through them. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. can, you can win them. With, with clever planning and a bit of skill, you can overcome pretty much every challenge in that game. Kingdom Death just kicks you to the curb at every chance it gets. We should point out, uh, it was Mark of Wreck and Ruin fame yeah. who yeah. has brought uh, Kingdom Death over. And I, Do you think it's fair to say, Ben, you probably weren't having the best of days? I wasn't having the day. best of days, and then just all this horrible stuff happened there. But like, even having a, a bit of time to reflect on it, I'm, I, yeah. I, I feel like I, I, I've spent enough time in the Kingdom Death death universe and it it's not for me yeah. i wanted to like it yeah but i didn't it was one of those ones so the comparison that we were making though is that actually wasteland warfare might give you that sort of same experience i where, think this might be the one um you can have that and you feel We've, like you're winning you've been you've been here before ben <laughs> you, you run rush into uh, a new miniatures game uh and sometimes you just get hurt though I know. Sometimes you get hurt. But sometimes it's worth the pain. <laughs> that sounds like Kingdom Death. Yeah. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. I need to go for counselling with Kingdom Death. Going to delve a bit more into that, because mm-hmm. um, it's one of these ones that I'm, I'm trying to be careful in my approach to learning the game, um, where what I'm doing is introducing new rules slowly mm. but surely rather than just throwing everything in at once yeah. and yeah, everything yeah, that's wrong. Fair. So I'm I'm trying to get the 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 combat and movement system and the AI system down pat and then I'm gonna look at the scavenging and stuff like that and then when I've when I'm comfortable with that I'm gonna look at the um the settlement rules. Yeah. Well uh yeah def let us know how you get on with that and def- yeah. I'm definitely up for yeah. it. Uh, play more of it. Um, 
and Disney Villainous. Yes. We played this at yes. Tabletop Scotland as well. Well, you uh, you used it, and was it Callum you played with? Yeah. I didn't yeah, Dirty Santa. Dirty Santa. Is he now? Is he now Dirty Santa? No, the listeners don't know about this. This is an in joke. He's lanky Santa. Yeah, it was, it was Mark. Mark <laughs> accidentally referred to him once as Dirty Santa. <laughs> yeah. Lanky Santa. But uh, yeah, so we we got another chance to try yeah. Disney Villainous. What what do you guys think of it so far? Well, I would like to have played because basically you identified that there's sort of like there's six characters three that are a bit easier to get into yeah. and three that are a bit more advanced but because you had already played it I came in at the more advanced thing and I yeah. did get it I did I did get it I did you know I know what I was doing but I would like to I don't feel I need to try one of the lesser ones now but I kind of feel that maybe it's a good point to start off doing Prince Prince, Prince John. John. Prince John. Make all the money. It's the, so the three easier characters to play are Prince John Queen of Hearts and maleficent yeah um because they're they really just have one step to their objective whereas the other three are a bit more complex and i I actually think this is a clever bit of design because it means that if you're a seasoned gamer you can introduce it to people without having to pull your punches yeah Yeah. Yeah. you you can still have a degree of challenge because it's one of the things that um, I, I think it, it's where you, you maybe struggle to keep up momentum with some games because you'll go through this phase of introducing it to everyone in your peer group and mm-hmm. you have to play on easy mode for ages with the same yeah. structures yeah. and scenarios and eventually what will happen is you're trying to introduce it to people to get people to play it with and then you're going to burn out on it yeah. whereas Villainous has got around this by having the asymmetric um yeah, it's it, I'd never thought of it, but you, you, when you pointed that out, it's like, oh, actually, yeah, that's that's pretty clever design, yeah. um, if it was intentional, yeah. uh, which I believe it is. I think it was. At the same time, it's, it would have been worthwhile stating that somewhere in the rules, yeah, just because yeah. I don't think a lot of people view it the same way I do. Because yeah. even just looking at it, if this is your first game, why not try... A, B, or C, you know. Yeah. yeah. Some and you do get games that say that you know if this is the first time playing it. Try yeah. this or try it on this mode or try yeah. using this character. Yeah. It means if like you say you're babysitting, yeah. And there's a couple of kids want to play a game. It means that you know the kids could play Prince John and Maleficent, and you could have a go at Ursula or something yeah. like yeah. that. And it means that the the playing fields, the playing fields, even yeah. out yeah. somewhat. So uh, I do have one issue with villainous. It's the cauldron, isn't it? The, the cauldron is crap. Oh my god! Oh good lord! For for a game, right? That that so every, every, everything has been presented correctly down to a T, apart from that damn cauldron that you put the little power uh, tokens in. Yeah. It's made from like the same plastic as the cups you get at the dentist to yeah. rinse your mouth out. Yeah, and it's ah, uh, it's it's so disappointing. Yeah, it would. It's actually, I, I, I feel like I would like the game more if they didn't include anything yeah. like that. Like, I, and I was just none the wiser for yeah. this. Well, I've seen in some of the board game chat groups that uh, folk are, now that we're coming into Halloween season, folk are like, um, picked up little wee, like wee cauldrons. Oh, okay. And using the wee cauldrons. Oh, that's neat. But actually just oh, that's up smart. Wee, yeah. wee things to use because everybody hates the cauldron. But yeah. it's like Josh says, they'd be as well not including no, it. Yeah. They'd, they'd not get as much complaint if it didn't exist. 
I've no idea why they did it. <laughs> I, I kind of feel as if it's like they got, they'd used all the expenses they got to the point they were done. And somebody's like, oh no, but what about the, what about that thing? You think they assigned it to the intern. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we, we already spent all that money on the 3D model. We've so... got £3 for, <laughs> to go down Poundland to yeah, try and I've pick got, up. I've got, yeah, I've got to, free Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Let's so, see what we can get. But, because it has the look and feel of a collector's piece, and that yeah. does detract from yeah. the feel somewhat. Yeah. So. Even the the miniatures, the miniatures are beautiful. But I was even the like the, even the cover, yeah, with mm, the gold yeah. leaf on it and all yeah. that. It, it's a beautifully presented game. And then they just ruin it. Yeah. With that cold. Anyway, that's that's my that's my uh, <laughs> rant about Disney villainous. Villainous, yeah. yeah. Ah, a decent game otherwise. So, finally, the last thing is to say that um, uh, I made a little foray into organized play. Yeah, yeah for you. for Shadespire mm-hmm. um, because I'm all hyped up for Night Vault. Yeah, how'd you do? So I was running late for the event because I was I was doing sound at church, so mm-hmm. there was uh, there was no way I could get out of that. Um, I thought they were holding the event back because I didn't think many people were going, but I got there and they told me that they were giving me a buy. So all right, that's not yeah. So a buy in in this instance just counted as a draw. Yeah. Um. And so we were going to play three games over the day. I lost my first game to Paul, who ended up winning the whole thing. Okay. So, so he was playing Magor's Fiends, and um, by the second turn, he'd killed two of my guys. So I was like, okay, yes. I'm going to I haven't come up against Magor's Fiends yet. How's the how's the demon pupper? It's one of these ones that I feel, personally as a dwarf player, it felt like a Mexican standoff. Yeah. It was like, who's going to kill whose leader first? Right. And uh, he just happened to roll a crit on uh, his leader for the attack that I made. So he he, he locked out. He was a very competent player, don't yeah. get me wrong, but that that really was what swung it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, he managed to make his attack against yeah. me because we both had cleave as well. So, oh, right. Um, it was just a matter of who got the first hit in. Yeah. And I whiffed mine. Yeah. So and they didn't use best of three, which I found a bit odd. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just so they could get through all the games. Mm-hmm. So I lost that game, and then I played against a guy called Tom, who's actually a magic player who's ah. decided to make the foray into um, Warhammer Underworlds. So that was qu- that was quite nice. It was a very different uh, tone to that game mm-hmm. because although it was organised play, I was kind of helping him with yeah. what he did, you know, but. I, st- I still, I still won. Because you know, you learn through pain, right? Yeah. 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 Where, where are you laughing at? <laughs> right. So, uh, no, but I, did, I, I helped him out a bit. Yeah. Explained like some of the things that he could do, that sort of thing. Um, but so I, I got a, a draw, a loss, and a win. So yeah, that's not bad. That's all right. Perfectly right. average. So where was that? Comic crazy. That was comic crazy. It was my ah, first time ever at that venue. I've never been yet. Yeah, it's I, nice. I was really impressed with it. I yeah. feel like you guys understated it a bit. It's really? a really impressive venue. All right. Because it used to be a bar. Yeah. So there's a huge amount of gaming space mm-hmm. in it compared to a lot of the other shops in and around uh, Glasgow and the West. Um, like they because they've got this um this area. It's like a, a platform, and then it's like loads of benches. Mm-hmm. And they, they've kept a lot of the features and decor from when it was a pub, so there's a lot of like wood panelling and stuff like yeah. that. So it looks really nice. Mm. Um, and they've got a huge selection in the shop. The staff were all great. 
Mm-hmm. And with it being organised, plays well. We all got our uh, promo you stuff. Got your freebies. Yeah, so I got my plastic uh, shade glass tokens, and I got my much coveted uh, Fire Slayer alternate art cards. Mm-hmm. So, I you're I, happy. I man. felt like a winner in the end. Yeah, excellent. And I think with that, that's all we're going to have time for mm-hmm. today. So, look, guys, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, be sure just to check out our other. Uh, stuff we've got plenty of videos coming yep. up and uh, articles on the website and uh, you know if you're feeling generous remember remember we'll take your money through patreon yeah. so uh, but until next time guys take care we'll see you soon bye. bye hi there guys i hope you enjoyed the episode this is ewan bowers for the unlucky frog gaming podcast executive producer uh <laughs> I believe that's my title. I believe I put enough into the Patreon. You too can put money into the Patreon. It's highly recommended. It helps these guys out. But if you're too cheap, there's always the Twitter and the uh, the Facebook page. You can get those on uh, just searching Unlucky Frog Gaming. And there's also a website, www.unluckyfrog.com. I want to be a producer. You can't. We, we, there can only be one producer, Tom. <laughs> <laughs>